Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bat. Well, good Friday, everybody in the Northland. Uh, yes, it's uh, it, it's a end of another week, but boy, it is not the end of the news this week. We got a boatload, so strap yourselves in and be prepared for it. Uh, first of all, a, a weather-related thing, Kenny. Uh, have you seen this story out of? Uh, well, I guess it's out of Evansville, Evansville, Wisconsin, which is just south of Dane County, right around Madison. Uh, the Wisconsin State Journal reported yesterday that it appeared like there were a number of tornadoes that touched down uh, yesterday, Thursday. Uh, is, the uh, story went on to say that no deaths were reported, but there were some minor injuries. Some roads may still be closed on Friday. Power may still be out in some areas. Wisconsin has never had a tornado in February, since records have been kept. Yeah, I and did see the, that. Isn't that something? It really is. It's uh, amazing this weather we're having. Uh, we'll remember this for a long, long time. Oh, man. The National Weather Service went on in this story and said that they've determined, they, they, they will work to determine how many tornadoes there were. Uh, because it it appears like there were more than just one or two. More than 30 buildings, power lines, and other structures in Rock and Green counties were damaged Thursday night in what, in what officials there described as several tornado touchdowns. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, in uh, early February. It really, yeah. it really is something, Brad, isn't it? Uh, we're experiencing, uh, not just in this area, uh, but you're right, uh, tornadoes. And, uh, you know, if I could real quickly, just to dovetail on this area, uh, some of the records yeah. that were set, and we're still setting record highs. Hibbing yesterday okay. was 41 right. degrees, but their low was 35. That is a record for the warmest low on record for February 8th. Uh, they wow. also set a daily precipitation record in Hibbing yesterday, 2.1 inches, just under a quarter of an inch. Um, Marquette. Uh, Ashland yesterday, 40 was their low. That, again, is a record warm low temperature for Ashland. Minneapolis yesterday, a record high, 53. It just goes on and on. There were record highs throughout Wisconsin. Antigo, Appleton, Wausau, Wisconsin Rapids. I'm running out of breath. My old stomping grounds, Eau Claire, another record high in Eau Claire, 59. International Falls yesterday, and I'll use oh, Yeah, they set a record daily precipitation, 0.39 yesterday in I Falls. The high yesterday was 41 in International Falls, but the low was 36, a record warm low. Where did you say 59 was the high? Eau Claire. <laughs> oh, in Eau Claire, okay. Yeah. And that was a high, a high... Uh, a record high for them? Yesterday, a record high, and that smashed the previous record of 49 back in 1991 when I was living there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Kenny, uh, and Northlanders, weather has been nicely bizarre around yeah. the area. I mean, it really yeah. has now, this helped is, a lot of people clear out. I think this is where you and I are supposed to say that this is due to global warming, and we've got yes. to stop breathing. We've got to get rid of our gas cars. We can't have dogs and cats and animals because, you know, they spew carbon dioxide into the air. 
Yeah, well, spew and spew some more because I'm kind of enjoying this weather. You know, it really is well, something. Listen. It's the lost winter of 2023-24. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. In fact, some news stories, we referred to it yesterday, Kenny, some some national news stories are starting to say that this may be the win, the uh uh, well, I'm not going to say the wimpiest weather because Mother Nature will take offense at that, but it may be the mildest weather in a winter in a long, long time. Now but things hey, are a little bit back to normal right now. 27 in yes. Eveleth, 31, yeah. so we're still below freezing in Canal Park. Well, it's it's just bizarre, but you know what? It goes right along with the bizarreness that is going on in the whole world around us. Listen, I want to get into the real serious stuff here right off the bat. A CNN story this morning says this about the special counsel uh, testimony yesterday on Joe Biden's uh, keeping classified documents. A probe that spared President Joe Biden. This is from CNN now. A probe that spared President Joe Biden from criminal charges paradoxically dealt him a threatening political blow. Special counsel Robert Hur reported a report released Thursday on the Biden handling of classified documents effectively ended the matter because he said, uh, I can't find anything here that uh, you can really charge him with. Uh, however, <laughs> but he asserted that Biden was elderly and forgetful and ignited a political firestorm that cut directly to the heart of the president's vulnerability in this coming election, in 2024 election. The White House knew it had a huge political problem on its hands. After hours of Republicans' claims that the report showed he wasn't capable of serving as president, Biden appeared at a hastily scheduled news conference Thursday afternoon, late, actually Thursday evening, apparently seeking to turn the page on what uh, turned into a disastrous day. He started off the conference, the news, uh, the news conference. He said, "I know what the hell I'm doing." <laughs> you know, you always love a president, don't you? That just goes right to the. I know what the hell I'm doing. Biden fumed in the di- in the diplomatic room of the White House as he defended his faculties and bristled with anger. Biden also pointed out that hers report drew distinctions between his handling of classified material and Donald Trump's allegedly criminal and obstructive conduct of the same issue. Now, see, I'm of the belief that how are you going to charge Donald Trump with uh, anything in regard to classified materials when you've already let President Joe Biden off the hook? Now, I know, I, I know you can't prosecute a sitting president for something like this. Biden appeared fired up and passionate, but at the same time, his angry demeanor and the event which appeared to quickly spin out of his control with reporters shouting questions as he struggled to interrupt may have ended up exasperating the very question about his age that it was meant to dispel. See, because a couple of things happened uh, during this press conference yesterday. Uh, first of all, this her, the special counsel, had was biddingly or bitingly, I should say, critical 
uh, of the handling of sensitive government records and unflattering uh, characteristics of his memory will speak of fresh questions about his competency and his age. Among other things that uh, her questioned him, uh, and I guess he questioned him for about five hours in October. He said, uh, uh, her said that a couple of things came out. Uh, number one, President Biden couldn't remember what when he was vice president. Because her asked him, well, what 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 dates were you uh, vice president of the United States uh, that you may have taken uh, these documents or these documents come into hand? Now, remember, these documents were found in a number of places. They were found at his office, which he didn't man. He didn't man the office. It wasn't a uh, a presidential library or anything like that. It was just a an office that he held that he had in Delaware that he rented. They found some of the documents there. Then they found also documents at his home in uh, wherever the heck he lives in Delaware, someplace. And also, then of course, in his garage behind his Corvette. And by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Yeah, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. The searing findings. Well, anyway, uh, you know, Biden had to come back quickly. And he tried to angrily lash out at her for questioning his mental acuity, particularly the recollection of the timing of his late son Bo's death from from cancer. When he when when they asked him about his son's death, he couldn't remember when it happened. The searing findings will almost certainly blunt Biden's efforts to draw cron, uh, contrast between his likely opponent in the November presidential election, Donald Trump, who, by the way, did win the Nevada caucuses uh, yesterday. And also um, the, um, well, you know, you can't vote for president if you live in the Virgin Islands and places like that. But evidently they do have a process of allowing you to endorse or put forward and, and receive delegates uh, towards the national convention, and he won all of those delegates as well yesterday. Well, Brad, the we don't we don't have a, a yeah. presidential candidate in the studio, but he made a surprise stop into the studio. Uh, let's go oh, ahead. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. He's your favorite <laughs> attorney, though, Brad. Oh well, he's here awfully early, isn't he? And it's not even my spot today. But I I was recording in another studio here today, and Kenny just said stop by. But you know, yeah. I, you, you know that I'm I'm a politically I'm a conservative, but you know yes. Bi Biden is kind of getting me a little bit of attracted uh, with that campaign theme he has. So I'm I'm kind of interested. You've heard the new one, right? right? He's promising. Uh, he's promising every American a Corvette in their garage, <laughs> and and I am I'm kind of leading. You know, I mean, if he can and, deliver a Corvette in every garage, I. I think that could be. Well, Chris, I'm only going to go for it if he can also back it up with a box full of classified documents. <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm in. And then we can drive down, uh, what, 150 miles an hour on the freeway in our red Corvette and throw the documents up in the air. <laughs> I, I Thanks for letting me pop in. And everybody have a great weekend. And, and uh, Michelle's boy, Bain, has got a cross-country ski meet over in Colquet. And so I guess let's hope for a little bit of snow. I don't know. Well, yeah, I was going to say, are they still going to do that? I mean, I, I guess if they've been making snow, they'll have enough to be able to do it. So. Well, they had one of the Foldacy boys uh, from out in uh, 
uh, Denfeld that qualified I understand for state, and I think it's up in okay. Bawabic, uh next week at Giants Ridge up there. Or but uh, we'll we'll see. Okay. But I, I bet you a big operation like that, same as Spear Mountain, maybe they can do some uh, you know snow grooming and put down some snow out there. Say, say, Chris, I don't want you to uh, comment on this if Uh-oh. you don't feel like you need to, Uh-oh. but uh, have you been following the Lutzen uh, burning of the lodge there? I haven't. Well, Just today, except, except that there was, a, you know, there was some inspections, I heard, and that yeah. uh, some incomplete things. Well, today, the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press did a huge story on it. And we're, we're going to take a break, uh, and, 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 uh, and then we'll come back and talk about what, uh, what they have found in this uh, inspection. Not only the inspection, but in a lot of additional information that has come out that is starting to make people kind of go, hmm about what happened up there. But hey, I'm glad you stopped in. Hey, can I say one thing before we take our first break here? Because you're a, uh, you're in the Army. Uh, are you still actively in the Army, or have you retired 2013, now? I got out after 25 years. Okay. And you know, of course, that I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Marine. And I'm and, Army. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you're Army. And, uh, but, well, the, you know, we had that helicopter crash in California earlier in the week. And I just thought it was well worth reporting uh, because the 3rd Marine Air Wing has flown some Marines out to this crash site, which I guess is almost impenetrable to get to. And here's what they said. And this is typical military, is it not? They said they flew Marines out from the 3rd Marine aircraft, and they're, sta- they're staying with the downed helicopter in the middle of horrific weather, snow, rain, everything. And here's what the commander, the uh, commander of the Marine Air Wing there said. Their fellow Marines have remained by their side, as Marines do, and took shifts through the night at the mishap site keeping watch over our fallen despite the hazardous weather conditions, Ford said. Our fellow Marines were and continue to be guarded by their brothers and sisters. All five of them have been pronounced dead. They found them on the site of the helicopter crash, but it's... Uh, well, and, and, certain, and I'm just commenting, a certain degree, obviously degree of respect for them, but uh, I bet you there's also uh, any type of... And I was, as an officer in the military, I know about these... Anytime there's an incident or an accident, you have to have the accident report, and they're probably having to work about securing the site and uh, issues such as that. So I'm sure that's part of this. Yep. That's exactly what they were talking about. They said that uh, they've already started doing an investigation of the judgment. Was uh, Was there judgment flying in that kind of weather conditions? Is there poor judgment or pilot error? They said mechanical issues in bad weather could also make flying hazardous ice accumulation on rotor blades, you know, all kinds of things. So it's it's going to be a big investigation. Yeah, that's that's for sure. All right, everybody, have all a right. great weekend out there. Thank you, Chris. Talk to you later, Chris. Uh, Chris, uh, uh, who is by the way one of our great sponsors here, uh, and also has a law firm right here in Duluth that handles uh, so many cases for people, especially wills and probates. Make sure that your life is in order uh, with the Dahlberg Law Firm. So we're going to take our first break. We'll come back shortly. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me. One for you, 19 for me. That's the way the government likes to get it. One for you, 19 for me. 
You know, T.J. Thorlickson, who is on the phone with us right now from T. from from Thorlickson Tax Service. T.J., the reason we love to talk to you on Friday for us is because many times we get little tips, just little things that we should be doing to make sure that our tax house is in order. And of course, you've helped a number of our listeners to really get some nice, uh, uh, you know, nice returns on things that they didn't even know existed. You, you've uh, been in this business for many years, but more importantly than that, you keep current and read up on everything that comes out from the IRS, don't you, pretty much? Oh, I got kind of a small obsessive problem with that because I've been you know, in business, not taxes, but in other businesses since the 80s. So I don't tell people how old I am. And okay. I was a farm kid. I grew up on a farm. I didn't have any money. And when I first went into business, I sure as heck wasn't going to give my money to the government if I didn't have to. So, you know, I, I, I learned the tax code. And I didn't even know it would come in handy all these years later. But, you know, I, the reason it is is that they do change the rules and you got to keep up with it. And people think YouTube's the best place to get tax advice, and it isn't. I can't emphasize that enough. That's all just a bunch of rumors. But what I learned was the rule rules, and they're better than the YouTube advice. And because yeah. I always tell people, and it's so fun when I get a client in my office and we save them twenty, thirty thousand. You know, we've had people uh, we've talked about that have gotten fifty thousand back by some fixing that we can do here, and. The, from there, you know, we kind of go, wow, that's that's a lot of money. But I say to them, how did we get this money? And they smile and go, yeah. we told the truth. I go, yeah, we told the truth. So, but you know, you were saying earlier that you know how many hit listeners that you know, that we've helped. I have had uh, at least thirty-five people in my office this week alone that oh are directly comment. Well, I know directly commenting on the radio show. Or my favorite is they actually are saying my. My mom or my uncle or my friend said, I got to get a hold of you because they listen to Brad Bennett. And I'm just kind of like, holy cow. And I got a kind of a surprise for you today if you're ready for that. I'm ready, but you've already built my ego up so much that I don't know that I can take any more. But yes, yes, I'm ready. You kind of do the same to me. But um, I actually, sitting here right now, I have a client whose husband never misses the show on Friday. And I said, well, if we're still working on it and the radio people call, I'll let you say hi to your husband. But they're here specifically because of your show. And that would oh, be fantastic. Mrs. Mrs. Conley. So, Mrs. Conley, you want to say hi to your husband this morning? Hi, Mike. <laughs> hi, Mrs. Conley. Thank you Hello. so much for... Thank you so much for uh, going to see TJ. I think he's going to help you. I, I really respect the amount of uh, ability and research that he does on taxes. Well, and that's what, you know, this year what I'm doing the most again, and this is what I want people to know. And it's, it was funny she'd come in today because that was my topic today was, you know, maybe you don't have a business. But when we're talking about three to $5,000 per year that small businesses people accidentally give to the government, you know, maybe yeah. you don't have a business, but I'll bet you you know someone who does. And why have them go do a tax return that may not be right or do it themselves and it may not be right when they can come up here and we'll take a look at it for nothing, for free. You know, we do it all the time. But if they, you know, want things looked at, that's what we do here. And that's what I've been doing for, you know, 20-plus, almost 30 years. And it's kind of, like you say, I, there's nothing more enjoyable in my day than to hand somebody, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 of their own dollars back. That, that's my ego trip for the day. So so that's what I'm yeah, kind of no, talking today about, small business people and what they miss. 
and that I just sit and love reading this stuff. I have no real life after taxes. I just read tax stuff. <laughs> I, I, I do some stuff, but I'm not totally boring. But I, I do want to keep up because this is where people get lost, and that is why do I do it? Well, yeah. I own two corporations myself. I'm a small business owner. I want to sure. know what the rules are for me. And I might as well share that with everybody else. And I have no problem with it because everybody benefits. And that's what I like most about what I get to do every day. Everybody well, wins. TJ, you, you do a fantastic job with it. People are uh, sending me notes all the time thanking us for uh, letting, us, uh, letting them know about you. And, of course, we want to let people know how to get a hold of you. Uh, you do have an office right in Duluth. You want to you wanna give us a little uh, location of where your office is? And I know you have a website, and I don't have the, for some reason, I don't have the web address. Maybe you can give that to us, and then I'll give the phone number. Sure. Well, yeah, and what, I, what we have is uh, my office is up at Gordy's, uh, up on 53 and Stebner Road, but I also work right now in 14 different states. So we're able to do oh. things completely remotely. So you can e, you know, uh, email or we have secure links. You can get me the data. We have video conferencing. You can see the screen just like you're sitting here. So we can do that uh, to make things easier this year for people. You can go to thorlakson.com, T-H-O-R-L-A-C-K-S-O-N, and there's a spot there that says set up a consultation. You can click that and pick your own appointment time to come in and, and talk with me or do a video conference with me. So it's very, very easy to, to reach out to me. Uh, and get a hold of me because it's tax season now. We've got three months to save money and not waste it. Absolutely. Write this phone number down, Northlanders. If you want to call TJ, make an appointment to come in and get your uh, taxes in order, 218-279-1920. That's 279-1920, Thorlickson Tax Service. And, uh, Thank you very much for allowing uh, Mrs. Connolly to say hi to her husband as well. That's wonderful. I thought, I TJ, thought have... he'd enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. You too, guys. All right, Kenny, we got to take our CBS News break. We'll be back shortly. CBS News brief. President Biden says his memory is fine, refuting an assessment from the special counsel suggesting otherwise. South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham. It's unnerving that the world can see this. You know, and if that's their impression, then uh, that's not good for America. Donald Trump got the support of this voter as he won Nevada's GOP caucuses. I caucus for Donald Trump. (laughs) And because we need to take America back, what's happening in our country is literally heartbreaking. And uh, I don't want to be China. CBS News Brief. KDAL time is 1139. It's chilly right now, at least much chillier than what we've been uh, uh, experiencing the last, uh, well, geez, all winter long, really. Uh, 27 at the National Weather Service. Winds are out of the west at 17. Uh, we do have a wind chill of 14 degrees. Well, I'll tell you, that's pretty stunning when you talk to a TJ, isn't it? The kind of response he's getting. I, I guess uh, yeah. that's why we keep hearing from people like uh, Mr. Dahlberg, who's been with us for 20-some years, Lady O'Collett, uh, other people that have, they, they get response from our listeners. Absolutely. And that, it's so heartwarming for us to know that. Yeah. Anyway. Say, let me ask you, so Joe Biden's trying to convince people yesterday after this report came out that he's got all his faculties, and in it, but yet uh, he made a gaffe yesterday, late in the afternoon when he had this press conference that was uh, 
certain to exasperate the public's concerns completely. The moment was uh, in an impromptu White House uh, news conference late Thursday. The president made another gaffe by confusing Mexico with Egypt. The jaw-dropping error happened when Biden fielded a reporter's question about Israel and Hamas, you know, about the war going on there. Well, as you know, this was President Biden's response. As you know, literally, the president of Mexico, Al Sisi, did not open, uh, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian materials to go in. Biden said, "I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate." Yeah. Did you know that Al Sisi was the president of Mexico? God love you. What am I talking about? Exactly. What are you talking about? You know, sooner or later. It's not funny anymore, Brad. It's not. It's serious. I mean, this is, you know, as Robert Herr pointed out, he was the special counsel that did all this investigation of Biden's materials that he had in numerous locations. He said, look, he said... He repeatedly belittled the president's cognitive functions, calling him an elderly man with poor memory. And then Biden comes back, you know, basically just screaming, basically, how the hell does he dare raise that? Well, he dares raise that, President Biden, because more and more, so many people are seeing you really don't have it together. There are people your age that are just as cognitive as they possibly can be. And there are others that, you know, quite frankly, age starts to deteriorate people. And it has taken its toll on you, and it's going to be more. And, you know, the more this happens, the more people realize why, for example, you don't want to do a press conference during the Super Bowl. Because you're afraid well, you'd get trapped into saying something that you uh, yeah. maybe aren't really familiar with what you're talking about. No doubt, Brad. But even more so, he wants to run to be president for four more years. Oh, that's impossible. What will his mental capacity, what will he be like in, oh, I don't know, a year, two, three, or at the end of his term, assuming he would win again? I, yeah. I just, I you know... This He'll is be not a good. Mumbling, for our bumbling, half pile of mush. For well, you. you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, it's not good. No, it, it, it's not good. It's not good. And as you said, Kenny, it's more than laughable. It used to be laughable. Now it's, it's not funny. Serious. It, it, it because is. You got to look at what's going on in the world. It is. Look, yeah. I mean, he does. He's got other things to do. You know, he's got family and grandkids and his wife and just. He wants to polish that Corvette and, you know. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, things like that. Well, anyway. It's sad. Uh, it, it, it truly is. Um, anyway, the, 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 it, it's, Trump, of course, came back immediately after the report was put out yesterday. And even though we, we know there are differences in the cases and some, but in, in reality, you, you kind of look at them and they're both similar things. They were both uh, presidents or vice presidents, in, in Biden's case, that were hanging on to classified uh, materials, uh, classified information that they shouldn't have had. In Biden's case, uh, Biden, some of the remarks he made during the investigation, uh, he, he evidently 
at one point with a ghostwriter who was writing a book for him. He had mentioned to the ghostwriter, look, I got a whole bunch of the classified documents and, you know, I found them in my uh, garage and in my office. And, uh, you know, you got those, you can start uh, doing the investigation. Uh, You know, you can start writing the book based upon that information. Biden pointedly noted that he had sat for four or five hours of in-person interviews immediately in the aftermath of Hamas's attack on Israel. So he was using that as, as alibi. He says, I was in the middle of handling an international crisis. Well, that's what we're concerned about, aren't we, Northlanders? We're concerned about the president of the United States is handling international crises, and he may not have his memory factive, you know, functioning in any kind of a, a cognitive basis. I just believe that what I owe the American people... Here's his statement on this. He said, I just believe that what I owed the American people so they could now, no charge would be brought and the matter closed, Biden said. Now, that was rambling in and of itself, and he had no idea what he was talking about. But this this is, as Kenny said, this is not humorous anymore. This is a serious, serious issue of, uh, and, and his wife knows it. His wife knows uh you know that they've they've got to really watch him they've got to control him with the teleprompter they can't let questions be asked of him that will ask him to go off the cuff and make statements because then he's going to accuse or he's going to make statements about uh, the president of Egypt uh, being the president of Mexico and he's made numerous it's not just one incident like that Anyway, folks, we've got to go to our Minnesota news break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to start on this uh, this Lutzen story that came out of the Star Tribune and out of the um, actually out of the Pioneer Press this morning. So we'll get into that when we come back. KDAL time is 11:50, 27 at the National Weather Service, 14 on the wind chill because we do have a pesky west wind at 17 miles an hour. And Brad, on the phone, we do have George from Zenith Auto Glass. Well, wonderful. We missed you last week, George, but I know you're extremely busy right now with uh, two locations, both of them up and running. How's things rolling? Oh, fantastic. Just fantastic. Good. Kind of knew that was going to happen just the way your uh, location in Duluth on 3802 Trinity Road took off. I mean, that thing just took off like a shooting star. And with the pictures that I saw of your superior location before it even opened, it was you know, pretty uh, pretty uh, right smack in the face that that was going to be a duplication and probably do just as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, we've got that set up with uh, all the criteria met for proper and accurate calibrations, you know, level floor, neutral colored floor and walls, adjustable lighting. Uh, this matters. So, you know, I, I posted on our Facebook page today, before you let anybody perform the windshield replacement on your car when a calibration is going to be required. Make sure you get a look at where they're going to do it. There are certain criteria that needs to be met. And I don't know what our competitors have. I never see any pictures of where they're calibrating vehicles. I love to post pictures of our calibrations in in process because it demonstrates just what we have. Everything is designed to the to the exact specifications that the original equipment manufacturers specify. 
Yeah, it's it it's so important. In fact, I, I think George, it's fair to say that when you talk about calibration, a lot of the people out there listening on the radio go, "Huh? What? I have a I have a nine caliber uh, handgun. Is that what he's talking about? <laughs> no, cal <laughs> calibration." So much of today's technology that's in your car, you know, things like your backup camera uh, and, you know, the mirrors that that see behind your vehicle, all of those things are controlled by that box on your windshield up by your mirror. And if you don't calibrate those things right when you're replacing the mirror, you could be looking at a false picture in that frame on, the, on your uh, dashboard. Yeah, yeah. Now, that camera that looks through your windshield is uh, is responsible in many cases for automatic emergency braking. It's responsible for your lane keep assist or lane departure warning function. And so, yes, every time a windshield is replaced, those systems need to be calibrated. We also perform calibration monitor, uh, adaptive cruise radar, et cetera, uh, for collision centers. Last year, we did very nearly 1,100 different calibrations. So I don't wow. think anybody in the marketplace does more does more calibrations uh, than we do. Well, and, and here's the other thing, too, that um, maybe a lot of people don't understand is that you went out and purchased the most sophisticated calibration equipment that there is available. You didn't need to do that. You could have got by with probably less expensive equipment, but you made the decision early on that Zenith Auto Glass is going to represent you, going to represent all the employees that work for it, and you want to make sure that you got the best, most sophisticated equipment out there. Yeah, well, and, and uh, the system that we chose, and we have more than one system, has the best coverage. So you, I can't remember the last time we had to tell a customer, well, your car is going to have to go to the dealer because we can't. Uh, we can do the windshield, but we can't calibrate it, including sure. Tesla. And wow. uh, we, we had a customer a couple weeks ago. Uh, he reached out to another shop. They said, well, we can do the windshield, but you'll have to go to the Twin Cities to have it calibrated. Now we can do that right here. That's outstanding. Well, listen, Northlanders, we've been talking to George Weller, who is the proprietor, owner of Zenith Autoglass. He has brought with him, when they opened up uh, the first store, up on Trinity Road, they're 100% locally owned. They've been in uh, they've been in business a number of the employees since the since in '83 or so. So if you want your glass done right, either in Duluth or Superior, Duluth, simply pick up the phone and give them a call at 218-275-5555. That's 275-5555. Or just recently opened in Superior, Wisconsin at 2803 Banks Avenue. It's uh, area code 715-575-5555. And you will get the same great service at either location, Zenith Auto Glass, Duluth, and Superior. Uh, they can take care of you. You'll be handled in a beautifully clean and comfortable facility. There's courtesy vehicles available if you so need them. And they even provide free mobile service as well. So any kind of glass for autos, trucks, campers, RVs, Zenith Auto Glass will do the job and do it right. Thank you, George. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Brad. Yep. Well, Kenny, uh, we're just about to that point that we're going to 
wrap up our number one, but we've got a lot more to get uh, back to. When we do come back uh, in our number two, yeah, we've got, uh, I believe we've got Dave, who's in a truck, wants to talk about the president. Dave, you got the last say of our number one. What uh, What's on your mind? Morning, Brad and Kenny. Uh, happy um, Friday, and thank you for the last great radio show in the Northland for grown-ups. Um, I like to think this word we're throwing around lately is with the Iranians and those um, dirt bags attacking in the Middle East. They call yeah. them proxies. The proxies for yep. Iran. I like to think of Joe, the president, as a proxy for Obama. Because we don't really have a president. To me, he's really just a proxy for Obama and all the people that got in with Obama in '09. That's my feeling. Well, Dave, I, you know, I, I tend to agree with you. I, up here. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you because... Uh, you know, Obama was even quoted when they asked him about if he would like to have a third term. He said, well, I can't do that legally. Right. But if I could find somebody that I could yep. work through, I mean, it sounded to me like he was talking about uh, Joe, Bo- Joe Biden. The dream come true. We're living it now. It's our nightmare. Oh, man. Thanks, Brad. Can't have a good to... day. Have a good weekend. Hey, th- Thank you, Dave. Thank you. You have a great week. Well, this just in, Brad. This is breaking news. Donald Trump is being blamed for a President Biden's dementia. This just <laughs> into the newsroom. Donald Trump being blamed for dementia that is uh, <laughs> oh, that has struck Don't President me. Biden. <laughs> just into the newsroom, Brad. Just into the newsroom. Okay. Well, we'll try to discuss that when we come back with our number two, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that's true. But, well, uh, you know, yeah. he might be blamed for it. He yeah. could very easily be blamed for it. All right. Well, anyway, folks, uh, we'll be back shortly with our number two here on Sound Off 610 KDAL.